For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Life is full of trials and tribulations, highs and lows, ups and downs. But what makes life worth living? The Living Out Loud podcast was created to encourage listeners to push past their circumstances. Don't let what you're going through or what you've been through in the past define you. Live without guilt or shame. Live out loud. Hey everybody, it's your girl Jasmine Shantae here with another episode of the Living Out Loud podcast. We are still talking about the parenting perspective and today I have the one and only Mr. LaShawn Lucas, aka Officer Lucas. Um, LaShawn, say hello to the listeners. Hello everybody, how are you? So I decided it would be best for me to bring Sean um, onto the podcast so people can get a real-life envisionment of what my parenting experience has been. Um, Sean and I have a beautiful, vibrant, um, busy three-and-a-half-year-old son together, um, and our parenting journey has not always been perfect. So I wanted to bring Sean on so we can kind of discuss our parenting journey on where we started versus where we are now. So, Sean, I'm going to give you the mic per se and I want you to just talk to them and tell them from beginning to present what has your perspective been on our co-parenting journey so with our co-parenting it started out rough I think that we started out trying to be friends more so than co-parenting at first and I think that was the, the wrong way to go you have to focus on the, the child or children, of course. Um, so at first, it, it was kind of rocky. I mean, KJ, as far as KJ-wise, we did good, but as far as with us, it was issues. Um, now, do more, you think that the issues were more so because of we were no longer together? And we were trying to get over that while still having to co-parent. Like, you know, one side of us, we were thinking about ourselves and the fact that our relationship did not work out, opposed to putting KJ in the forefront and that kind of made it difficult. I think that was um, a thing we didn't focus on, making sure KJ was good. We were trying to work out and see as far as what direction we were gonna go in, if we were gonna be friends, um, not friends, dislike each other, right. that type of thing. I got you. Um, but once we kind of put KJ in the in the forefront and did what was best for him, I think things started going a lot smoother. Um, and with him being in front, co-parenting, co-parenting properly, I think that's what caused us to get uh, a more friendly relationship as far as between us focusing on him doing the right things for him and then it was just inevitable that we became friends pretty much now when you say co-parenting properly what do you mean by that i'm just doing the the right things for kj so focusing on him doing what's most important for him um not letting what we had going on influence 
um, KJ and he am not seeing us ever upset with each other around him not talking bad about the other around him that type of thing absolutely I think that that is very important because regardless of how young or how old a child is KJ being only three he can still sense when there is tension in the room and he can know when people are not getting along and children can feed off of that energy whether we see it or realize it or not so I think that that was very important to mention um, so what do you think was the toughest or has been the toughest part of co-parenting with me now tread light because I'm here <laughs> but what do you think has been the most trying piece of co-parenting um that's a hard question because I think we've actually had a overall a really good co-parenting relationship I don't feel that we've had any big issues there's nothing that kind of just rubbed me the wrong way mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't think of anything that just rubbed me the wrong way okay um now i will say that i think that one of the things that we have learned to do better is we've learned to communicate better um versus versus how we used to communicate in the beginning in the beginning it was if me and you personally weren't doing good then we would hardly ever talk at all when it came to kj mm -hmm. just because our personal feelings were in the forefront right. whereas now time has passed we have both healed from you know the demise of our relationship that now we communicate openly when either of us have him about what he's doing funny stories you know videos we can do that now and there is no um lapse in communication you know just like you know um if he falls and hurts himself or if he has a cough we let the other person know hey this is what he has going on versus him having to come home and that other parent find out about it um so um as far as our co-parenting goes um there is one thing that i want to ask you about um because of course we we came from different backgrounds your mother and your father are still together and how long have they been married mm, good question <laughs> um think you can guess uh, i know it's they've been married almost 20 years but they've been together before I was born, so probably been together like 35 years. Okay. Married probably around 20. So you were raised in a home where your mother and your father were there together helping to raise you guys. Right. And I was raised in a household where it was just my mom until she met my stepdad and he came in and helped to raise us. Right. So our upbringings being different, we tend to parent a bit different or our, our perspective of parenting can be different. And so what we have to do is try to find a common ground from both of those perspectives to see what can best benefit KJ. So I say all that to say we recently had a conversation about speech therapy for KJ. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like, you know, KJ can communicate, but there are a lot of times where he knows what he's saying, but we just can't decipher or decode what it is that he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I said to you, hey, the daycare is going to have screening for speech therapy. Um, and they screened him and they, they suggested that he have therapy. Um, and I called you and let you know what they said. And could you please tell the listeners what your response to that was? I mean, I didn't think that he needed speech therapy um, just because, you know, he, he's still three. And also with one of my other 
kids as far as having a delayed speech and and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, she did fine, but you know, it took her a little while to communicate properly and right. say words properly. So it was just kind of from that standpoint, I didn't feel like it was needed. And so ultimately, what was your response? You gave me your perspective and what was the decision that you made as far as KJ having speech therapy? Who did you leave it up to to make that decision? I left it up to you. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that that is important to note because sometimes parents may have different perspectives Mm -hmm. on how to handle a situation. And so in this case, you felt like he didn't need speech therapy. I felt like he did, but you said, you know what, Jazz, whatever you think is best for KJ, let's just go that route because you trust my judgment. And I think that it is important to note that at the end of the day, it's all about what's best for the child. I want to note that it shouldn't matter the either parent's relationship status. It sh- that should not be a factor in how you parent. Um, now, full disclosure, you and your girlfriend have been together two years almost. Um, almost three. So, see, almost three years, and we have not had any issues as it pertains to her being a part of KJ's life. Now, granted, I may have felt some type of way personally in the beginning, mm-hmm. but that didn't that never impacted how we chose to parent KJ because for me, I feel like that's just one more person who can love on him and give him the affection and attention mm-hmm. that he desires. Um, so, granted, you've never seen me up to this point um, seriously date anyone um, since KJ, but I would like to think that your response would probably be the same. Is that fair to say? Yeah, because um, you have to trust that the other parent's not going to have someone that they that they don't trust around, you know, right. their child. So, I mean, I trust your judgment um, 100%. No, you're not going to have anybody around them um, that shouldn't be pretty much. Right. Gotcha. And, and I, again, I think that is important because when you are not in a relationship with the person that you co-parent with, you have to keep the child, like you said, in the forefront. Relationship status is going to, relationships are going to come and go. You know what I mean? And if if you and your girlfriend get married, I hope I can come to the wedding. Um, but, you know, I would want to just know that that's just another person that would help complement our village. Um, and so that transitions into our village, which is the people who we go to when we need help with KJ. Um, how do you think or how do you feel about the village that we have as far as the people that we can count on when it comes to helping with KJ? Um, I mean, I feel pretty, pretty good. I mean, I, I don't have probably as many as, as you do because um, I really only have like my parents and probably my sister, Nate, mm-hmm. that I can count on. Um, but from whenever I need them, they're, they're there um, regardless with any of my kids. So. And how important do you think having a village is when it comes to raising a child? I mean, it's very important. Um, <clears throat> you don't, you, the more you have, especially older, mm-hmm. older, wiser um, people in your life, you know, parents, grandparents, they're always important um, to get because, I mean, they raised you. Right. So, um, you know, your upbringing, um, you, you know, kind of 
where they stand as far as with things because you've been with them all your life so you know their standpoint um it's very important to have uh, a support system because you know sometimes things come up especially working in the job that we work mm-hmm. um you never know when you're going to get a call and right after do something I never know I'm gonna get a call something may happen I may get called in mm-hmm. so having a support system around you that's willing to step in and help is very important absolutely and just to elaborate on that um, Sean is a police officer and I work in um, corporate America for for retirement industry and so I do a lot of traveling so whether he's getting called on the job or I'm asking being asked to travel you know whether it's overnight or taking a flight for a day our village tends to step in whenever we need them to, um, to make sure that not just KJ, but all the children um, are taken care of. Um, and so the other question that I want to ask you is how do you juggle co-parenting? Because you do have multiple children. So you have to be able to co-parent with multiple people. Mm-hmm. So what is that experience like or what has it been like for you? Um, it's... it's Mm-hmm. It started out real, real rough. Um, I think all, all of my co-parenting relationships kind of started out rough, um, just because of the we were putting the the kids first. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of started out rough, but now I mean I think I've grown as a person, mm-hmm. and it actually has helped me in my co-parenting also, being able to communicate better. Uh, I'm just growing up, maturing more. Um, I think that's helped as far as co-parenting-wise, just being able to mature myself and, and better myself also. Absolutely. And I will I will say, yes, I do think that you have grown as, as a person and you've grown as a parent. And I've always said to you, there's two things I've always said to you. One, I will never keep KJ away from you. And two, that I want you to be happy because you being happy as a person makes you the best parent that you can be. Um, so I think that that is important um, as a takeaway as well. Um, so um, again, just to kind of recap on what we've talked about today as far as parenting perspective, um, co-parenting is not always going to be easy. You're going to have your highs and your lows, but you want to make sure that you keep your children in the forefront and they should always be the primary focus, even if your relationship does not work out. Um, try to balance those co-parenting relationships if you have multiple co-parents that you have to um, deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, Also, making sure that you have that village or support system, no matter how big or small, that village will help you when it comes to parenting as well as co-parenting. So before we wrap up, Sean, do you want to give people a way that they can contact you or reach out to you if they so choose? Um, yeah, you can find me on Facebook, LaShawn Lucas, um, L-A-S-H-A-W-N, Lucas. Awesome. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoy, and I look forward to having you back next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Living Out Loud with Jay Shantae. In the meantime, don't forget to live out loud.